Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We get it. Staying home ain't it. Especially around the holidays. But this year, staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less and planning small. Our people are counting on us to make the right choice. Think big. Plan small. Let's stop the spread, Columbus. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. It's a free app and website that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can hear it on Spotify, Apple, and many other places where you listen to any of your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast with a no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make your podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This podcast is not professional at all. It's just a girl in her room talking about her favorite TV shows and characters. In today's episode, it is another special episode featuring a guest. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, too. You can go ahead and introduce yourself, your fandom, your fan account username, and anything else you want to add. Okay, well, I'm Monique, and my main fandom is The Hundred. And I guess I don't really have any, like, fan accounts, but my Twitter is at Amori Crew, the capital E. Um, how are you feeling about everything going on right now? How's, like, life, work, your family? Uh, you know, it's a bit chaotic here and there. I mean, most of my family is trying to self-isolate as much as they can, but my mum is a primary school teacher, so right now she is obligated obligated sorry to go to work and my work is still open as well so I'm still going to work but they've got a lot of um like safety and health measures in place at my work now to make sure that we don't have contact with people yeah and then my uni is getting moved online so right now I'm on break and then everything will be online and I guess the scariest part about this is that my sister has respiratory issues so we have to be very cautious of her because if she gets it it's going to be really bad yeah well my dad too he has like every disease you know so like right now I'm actually like living with my sister oh wow yeah so it's like I haven't seen it's been like almost a week you know yeah I just fear that if any one of us gets in this house because I live in a house of like eight people we're basically a petri dish so if one person gets it we're all gonna get it and then yeah (laughs) yeah no 
I get it. Have you watched Good Same. Trouble? It's especially for me, like studying social work. It's really interesting. Yeah. Have you seen Good Trouble? I did watch a little bit of it. I didn't really get into it. So maybe once I finish binge watching The Fosters, I'll try and watch it again because I feel like it's one of those shows that I really didn't get to sit down and fully like invest in. So maybe yeah. if I get to do that, I'll like have a better outlook on it. Yeah, those like what those shows I really like because they like have a lot of different topics that people don't want to talk about, but it's like they're real topics, you know. Onto more positive things. Are you watching anything like binging? Any shows? Um, yeah, I just finished Dare Me, which is like it literally got released like last week on Netflix, and so I binged all that really fast because I was. I'd seen like the trailer for it and looked really interesting and it's like on Netflix. So I was like, oh, okay. So I binged that really fast. Um, yeah. I watched season three of Elite. I watched that in about four <gasps> or five just days. I finished ago. it. Oh my God. It, I was so sad that like at the ending, because I'm like, oh no, like this cast isn't coming back for season four, but it was like a really nice ending to kind of wrap up those characters and their storylines. Yeah. Like, when they were going through it, I was like, wait, I was like, I don't think this is going to be another season. But, like, I did, like, how, yeah. you know, the stories were, like, wrapping up. Yeah, I think, like, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't <laughs> watched the ending. Um, Like, I think the saddest part for me was watching, like, Nadia and Lou go to, like, New York and be like, oh, my God, like, the whole game is, like, split up. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was sad, but. So, yeah, I like. I'm also like currently the watching The Fosters, a re-one of The Fosters. <laughs> Love The Fosters. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and that one, I got my little cousin into it. Like, a lot of things, you know, they're, like, younger, so they have a lot of questions. And when I showed her that, yeah. she, like, she was like, wow, I never knew any of this. And I was like, I know, it's such a good show. <laughs> like, even the part, I think I'm on the middle of season two, and so this whole like storyline with Jude coming out as gay and stuff is just starting to come up and he brings up how um like they with like sex ed in American schools, even yeah. like Australian schools, you only hear about like heterosexual like sex education, not like homosexual. That's like that is so true. Like <laughs> And it's like not even good. You know, they just teach you like the basic no, yeah. things. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now let's get into the 100 fandom and the show. So when did you first hear about it and how did you get into it? Um, I first got into it in like 2014 where it first premiered. So I used to have, so in Australia, it's on Fox 8. So that's on a specific type of like TV package service that you can buy. And so at the time we had that and I was just watching something else and I saw an ad for it and I'm like, that looks really interesting. So I'm pretty sure I recorded it. Uh huh. And so things in Australia come out like way later than they do in America. So yeah. I'm sure America had seen probably like the entire first season. Here I am just watching it and I'm like, this <laughs> is really interesting. So I watched like weekly, I watched each episode the first season and then from there, like, I was just kind of hooked. I did take a little break, I feel like, in between because no one, like, roast me for this, but I really didn't enjoy season two. Yeah. <laughs> so I found it I found it really hard to finish season two. And then after that, I kind of was off-put it for a bit. 
and then I came back during season four. Oh, that's right. It was on Netflix because we got Netflix in Australia uh-huh. and it was on Netflix. So I'm like, oh, I remember watching this show. So then I um, binge watched it again from season one. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Why did I ever leave? <laughs> yeah. And that's the start of my unhealthy addiction. <laughs> uh, well, I started it when I was on Netflix in season two. So I like binged it really quick. I started season one and two. It was like maybe a week. So that was really fast for me. Yeah. But, and then, like, I think not even a month after was when season three started. So I was just like, oh, my God, I- I'm getting into this. Like, it was really fast for me. But, like, I feel like everybody's yeah. experience is, like, so different. Yet, like, this show means, you know, the world to, like, so many of us. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. <sighs> so- it's probably good, though, if you started watching it. Because then you didn't have to like wait super long for season three, and then probably yeah. the season three to season four gap was like torture. <laughs> <laughs> and now this season too. I don't find this season that bad. I don't know why. I think it's because the ending of season six was a little bit of a letdown. <laughs> so, yeah. well, no, like, I think I the mean... hardest for me. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> like, I think just like the hardest part about it is waiting like to see what because you know we haven't gotten anything yeah. yet but besides that yeah it's not I kind bad. of like I kind of like it in the way that we haven't got anything because I know for me I just oh I just get too worked up about mm-hmm. stuff and so I know that once we get a trailer I'm not going to be able to function yeah <laughs> and I'm like true. I like being function right now yeah I get that Okay, what is something you want or hope for to see in season seven? Oh my gosh, okay, so that's, well, I think my number one is just for my freaking ship, for like Amori to live, please, Lord, please, (laughs) and like, I don't know, a little tiny part of me, like the crack part of me is like, oh, you know, just a Amori wedding would be nice. (laughs) Honestly. Like, just but, a happy ending for, like, for someone. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> just for, like, you know, Amari to just freaking live and marry Murphy and be happy. But <laughs> for, like, a storyline, I don't know. I feel like that's hard because we don't know a lot. Yeah. Um, also, you know, I'd love for, like, Balak to be endgame, but... <laughs> of course. I find it so hard. Like, I'm trying to think about kind of where we left off in season six and... I guess it'll be interesting to find out because Marie did spoil that there's going to be a whole bunch of different planets. Yeah. And that's so it's going to be that interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to like learn about all these different planets and like now uh, like the Allegis Corporation on Twitter is posting all these pictures and everyone's going crazy. <laughs> and now people think that like the anomaly is tied to shallow valley. And I'm like, yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> Every little bit we get, we can dissect. Oh, yeah. We just, we go full FBI <laughs> mode on any little spoiler. Yep. <laughs> okay, so if you could be any character for a day, who would it be and why? Oh, okay. Um, any character for a day. I mean, my brain obviously just goes to Amori because she's my favorite. <laughs> but, um... 
either her because you know I'd love to like make out with Murphy. I don't know, maybe like Maddie when Maddie, in like yeah. season five, you know, when they'll just when I was just chilling living in the valley, I feel like that would be like great, you know. Yeah. So both I mean both Maddie and Amora are like really like badass characters. Yeah, and it'd be interesting. Oh, also another thing going back to like plots for season seven is like yeah. the Nightblood that there's a Nightblood and like the Mind Drive's going to come into season seven because now I know like Murphy, Amori, Echo all have Nightblood and like Amori that's and Murphy true. have Mind Drives. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, surely that has to play something. They wouldn't just <laughs> leave it, right? <laughs> yeah, no, this show does nothing out of coincidences. They do everything knowing the future yeah definitely jason is really yeah. good at doing that he is i do have to give him credit for that he is good at like looking at history and making like all this history and like even religion and stuff tie into the show mm-hmm. okay so what is your favorite season and or least favorite okay well i think everyone knows mm-hmm. my least favorite season too because i kind of <laughs> had a little go with it before but I think just season two I just couldn't get into the plot I don't know why just maybe also again because it was 16 episodes like I know now we're all like yes 16 episodes but I don't know I do feel like the first half was interesting and then towards the end it just got really slow Mm -hmm. so maybe that was it as well yeah but then favorite I love season one just for nostalgia reasons you know like seeing them all as babies now (laughs) that's so true yeah that season i feel like because when i started watching it again there was only two seasons and the first one every time i would introduce the show to somebody else i'd be like here you have to watch this and then i would watch season one with them so like i knew yeah. that season <laughs> by heart like i rewatched it oh, so yeah. many times out of that oh i really 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 enjoyed season six i think it was amazing yeah and, like, we got a whole new world to explore. Yeah. And I know when they first announced that they were going to be going more sci-fi, they had a whole bunch of new writers. I was like, oh, no, is the show going to kind of, like, <laughs> lose its original, like, feeling, you know, around yeah. it? But I was like, like what this we is felt amazing. But yeah. No, it's really good. Definitely this season's going to be interesting, though, to see how far they could take it yeah it is i'm just curious to see though how they're going to fit everything into 16 episodes because they left a lot unsaid yeah i feel like we got left with more questions than actual answers in season six. Oh, definitely <laughs> so many questions now i'm like you got 16 episodes to like yeah. put it together what's been your favorite part about being in this fandom I think just the friends I've made, to be honest, like obviously any fandom has their toxic parts and I'm sure everyone in the 100 fandom knows the toxic parts of the fandom, but yeah, I've made some of my best friends through this fandom. Like even going, I went to Unity Days this year and I got to meet a whole bunch of people from Twitter from that and it was just like amazing because I never really had been involved with Twitter that much and now coming back from that trip, I have like this whole Twitter family and I'm just like, this is amazing, you know, like, there's just so many amazing people in this fandom. Yeah. Okay, so, and then talking about conventions, like, because I know you've been to, you know, multiple, so, like, can you tell me a little bit 
about some of your favorite experiences at some? Okay. So I think um, my all-time favorite was definitely me and Louisa because that had been a goal of mine since 2015 when her episode first premieres and I was like, I'm going to like this chick. (laughs) (laughs) So I think finally meeting her was just like I had her meet and greet. So that was the first thing. And there are photos of me taken by um, Devin who shot Unity Days of me crying meeting (laughs) her. So um, just that like. I got to finally talk to her and I told her, you know, like how much she means to me and how much the character means to me. And um, I don't even know how many times I saw her throughout the day, probably like six or seven, <laughs> just because I kept going like, one order at a time just so I can see her. And besides like her just being my favorite character, I felt like she really took the time to have like good conversations with people and like really get to like kind of find out like why they got into the show and what they love about the show and it was just really nice to see someone that really was interested in having a conversation with the fans I'm trying to think like Australian conventions because obviously it's like my main ones so um, yeah I've met Eliza I met Eliza twice in Australia and then I've met Ditchin um Rhiannon and Ricky okay I gotta talk about Ricky <laughs> um so obviously everyone who knows Ricky knows that he left the fans on a pretty sour note. Yeah. But he he is honestly like one of the most amazing people I've ever met. Like again, just how he interacts with fans. Like a lot of people were sitting behind their tables, but he was up in front of the tables. He was dancing with people. He was playing music. It was just like you really felt like he wanted to be there and wanted to talk to you. And like I started crying in front of him as well. <laughs> and he pulled me up in this big hug and he kissed my cheek and he was like, you know, it's okay. And he gave me this whole big motivational like speech about how because I said like how much he means to me and the show means to me. And he was just it was just so motivational and it was just oh it was so amazing. And then obviously my photos with him, he gets very intimate in his photos. Yeah. <laughs> so then obviously the first person I met from the show was Eliza. So that in its own way is just amazing. Like the first person you meet from the show being the star. And yeah, I was, you could tell I was nervous because in my photo, I'm just like giving her this tiny little hug. And I'm just like, yeah, this is happening. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, but- you can see if you look, at, if you look at my photos from like 2018 when I first met her to 2020, you can see I've like kind of like grown up. <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, meeting the cast, like, they're, you know, like, you expect them to be like, oh, yeah, you're my fan, whatever. But, like, when you actually meet them, you're just like, oh, my God, like, they're literally, they could literally be your best friends. Oh, totally. Especially, like, I felt that a lot with Ricky and Chelsea when I met Chelsea. Just, like, I said to her that I was, like, so excited to meet her and that I've heard a lot of great things about her. And she just turned around to me. She's like, what? No, I'm a bitch. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, I love Chelsea. Like, yeah. This whole yeah, cast, and then when they're, they're all amazing. Yeah, because you've met some of them at Conageddon, so you'd have similar experiences. Yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, it was funny when I um met Eliza again in Canada, mind you. So, like, <laughs> other side of the world. Sitting at her meet and greet table, and she asked if this was our first convention. So I was like, "Oh no, I've met you twice in Australia." And she's like, "Oh yeah, I recognize you." And I'm like, "What?" 
And then that was like an ongoing joke throughout the day. She was like, oh, how many times do I have to see you? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, is there anyone that you really want to meet next? From that any I fandom? Meet? Yeah, from any fandom? Um, I was, so obviously before all this corona stuff happened, I was supposed to be going to New Zealand to meet Louisa and Richard again. So yeah. I definitely think that I really want to meet Louisa again. Like, I feel like, you know, because I kind of left UD with that, like, in my mind, I was going to meet her again. So I was like, that's fine. You know, I'll get like to say, you know, a proper goodbye then because, I was thinking, like, who knows after that when I'll see her again. And now that's been postponed and we don't know if she's going to come. So now I think I'd just love to see her at least one more time just to, you know, give her a proper thank you and, like, a proper goodbye in a way, you know, because who knows what's going to happen now that, the like, they're finished filming. Yeah. No, I know. Like, and then they're all on uh, different schedules. So I feel like it's going to be hard for them to do conventions together all the time. Yeah. So... Yeah, I get it, because for Tasia, I have her VIP this year, but, like, next year, I don't even know if they will be able to do it, because if they book a different job and they can't do this, you know, they have to. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's (laughs) a hard one. It's so sad to think that it's all, like, over in a way, and now, you know, Lindsay has a new project, and... yeah. Who knows who has new projects and everyone's just going their separate ways and it's like the whole crew's not gonna be together. Yeah, like I'm so proud of them and I'm gonna like follow them throughout their journey, but it's just yeah. like hard to do it separately, you know? Because she's not gonna be Raven anymore and that's what we're used to being. <laughs> oh, yeah. But besides them, I don't know if there's anyone I'm, like, dying to meet. Like, obviously, I'd love to meet Alicia because, you know, Aussies. Yes. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I feel like UD kind of was the perfect opportunity for me to meet so many people in the cast that I knew I wouldn't probably ever be able to meet. So now I'm kind of, like, got this content feeling that, like, if I didn't meet any new people from the cast, I wouldn't be too upset, you know, because I feel like I've yeah. met so many of them. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And then finally, are there any theories from next season that you've heard, like good ones that you believe in or that you want to happen? Oh, there's so many theories. This is the part about being on Twitter that's hard. (laughs) All the theories. Um, So there was a theory I heard. Was that UD? And I can't remember it now. But um. (laughs) I'll just start off with the one, obviously, that's kind of going around right now about all those photos that Allegis Corporation posted. And so there was, like, the five circles, so, like, the five planets. And then I know at the end of season six, Russell was, like, there's Alpha and Beta and all those other ones, like, all the, yeah. They're all, like, connected through the anomaly. And so there's this whole theory around that. And, um, again, it all being connected to Shallow Valley is pretty interesting because it's like, oh, are we going to go back to Shallow Valley through, like, maybe time tra- – it's not – no, it's, we don't time travel in the normal Yeah. Way. I don't know. It's hard. Like, it's so <laughs> interesting, but I'm like, how is that going to work in 16 episodes? Yeah. Well, because my friend, she just, like, came up with one, and I thought it was actually, like, it made sense to me, right? So – 
in season three, when they go to Luna's um, rig, they have to start a fire with the plant, right? And it makes green fire. Yeah. And the anomaly is green too, right? And then the red sun's toxin comes from like a bush. So some sort of plant. And then like, she's like, I feel like that's connected, you know? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and like before that, that, I hadn't even thought about that, but that kind of makes sense, you know? It does. Oh my gosh. Like, (laughs) I don't know about theories. It's, I try not to get too much into theories because then I'm like overthinking everything, (laughs) but yeah. I don't know. So many floating around Twitter and all of them like kind of make sense. And it's just like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, um, not really a theory, but I am looking forward to seeing um, because I got told by Eliza that there's going to be more Clark and uh, Maury interactions. So, oh, yay. I love them together. And now she's going to be Clark and not Josephine. So, it's going to be fun. I feel yeah. like we're never gone. Kind of the... Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, I reckon just who. Oh, what does um, Hope say? Like, I, he has my mum or something like that? Like, who's he? <laughs> well, I saw a lot, of, a lot of people like, oh, it's Shade Hedda, but it's like, I don't know. That doesn't, you know. I don't know. Maybe oh. another part of me is like, is it somehow connected to Cadigan? Like, yeah. <laughs> I have seen a lot of those. Yeah, because and obviously with the um prequel, like backdoor episode, we saw those photos on Twitter from that, and it does look like it's going to revolve around the second dawn bunker. So it's like, oh, is Cadigan going to be in here somehow? I mean, if we're going through an anomaly, yep. there's a lot of possibilities. That's true. And like Marie, you know, she said we might be traveling to new worlds. Yeah. So. New world, old world, we're on a different planet, so. I think I'm just also um, interested to see how Hope's character is going to fit in with, like, all these other characters that we've had for seasons, you know? Because I feel like it's hard to bring in a new character in the last season and give them all that character development that, you know, all these other characters have been working towards, like, especially Josephine and Gabriel that we had the last season, like, we've kind of grown to love them now and I just feel like it's, it's going to be hard with hope because then with um Jordan he was brought on as like a series regular for season six and we hardly saw any of him I was talking with oh my god I don't even remember <laughs> I think it was Abby and we were saying like I feel like Jordan's gonna take a dark path this season you know Very interesting yeah like last season it was like I don't know I I thought he was going to be a bigger part last season same I had so much expectations and then like nope you don't see him for half the season okay (laughs) like they brought him in season five and they're like oh this is gonna be you know Jordan their son and then like he disappeared and then like what's he gonna do this season (laughs) But then again, during the last episode, how I'm like, 
him and Bellamy are talking and then you kind of focus in on the other guy that's just staring at him and it's like, who are you or what have you done to him? <laughs> he could still be brainwashed in a way and maybe, oh my gosh, just don't hurt him, please. We don't need any more characters to be hurt. <laughs> Let's just have a happy <sighs> ending, please. I don't know. I just, like, honestly, I just want them to be happy. Yeah. I feel like they are going to stay in Sanctum. But other than that, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm also curious to see what's going to come of Russell's character this season. Because obviously he just found out he lost his daughter and then he lost his wife. And so now he doesn't have his family or their mind drives. So now it's just like, what's he going to do? How's he going to like fit in with everyone? Because obviously he's overpowered now by all the people from the ship and all of our original characters. So it'll be interesting how, if he like kind of conforms to their way of living, you know, like tries to be on their side or if he's going to be against them. going to be an interesting season. Definitely. Just, uh, just a lot to get through in 16 episodes. We'll see how they do it. From what I've heard, the ending is amazing. So, okay. Well, I think that's it for now. So thank you for being a guest on this episode. It's okay, anytime. <laughs> and then for season seven, I probably will be doing episode discussions and I'll probably be doing them with guests. So, you know. Okay. If you ever want to be in another episode, let me know. Oh, definitely. I mean, I've always got so many emotions after episodes <laughs> that I just need to like cry with someone. <laughs> Come out. Once again, thank you. No problem. And I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, definitely. It was nice to actually hear your voice. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Okay. Bye. That is it for today's episode. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast. If you want to come talk to me about any shows or suggest any shows you want me to watch or talk about on here, come over to my Instagram at fangirltalkpodcast. You can also follow me on my fandom Twitter at bobertslins. I don't need to tell you that Southern California is a driving town, so it's important to have a car that's reliable and safe with superior performance. To me, that means a Toyota. But don't take my word for it. Visit buyatoyota.com. At buyatoyota.com, you'll get the tools to help you find the Toyota that's right for you. Compare all 25 models, find your local dealership, check out all the latest offers, and even set up a test drive. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes.